Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to Day Press Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for providing everything for us, Lord, and just laying out the plan, Lord, and just putting your seed inside of our heart, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue to discuss the Word and our continued study in the book of Acts. So we are in chapter 7, and today we are moving forward. Uh, we're going to cover verses 51 through 53. Okay. But before we get into that, uh, which, of course, is the most important thing, I would just like to thank everyone. Everyone that has is listening and continues to partner with us in this ministry in order to fulfill everything the Lord has, has asked us to do, which is to build His house, and to preach the gospel throughout the, preach and teach, the gospel throughout the four corners of the earth. So I'd just like to thank you um, for all that you do in partnering with us to fulfill that. Your prayers are an abundant blessing, sowing into this ministry to, to help us, you know, we understand that the provision comes from the Lord, but your role in, in helping that to to take place is, you know, an immense blessing, but also the, the quote unquote little things like liking the episodes, subscribing on this and any number of the platforms uh, where you find a day of prayer on and sharing the episodes with others. So they too can be blessed and grow in knowledge and relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ. And we are immensely blessed by that. You know, John, um, yeah, brother. You say that at the beginning of most episodes, um, but you haven't mentioned in a while, like, the, the real way to get people to share. I mean, the reality is, as much as uh, I know uh, your heart and Kamisha's heart um, is to serve the Lord, uh, it does take money to make that happen. Uh, it does take money to purchase audio equipment. It does take uh, time and money to put websites and all those things together. And so financial support is important. Mm -hmm. So uh, would you just take a moment and remind people how they can provide financial support if, they, if the Lord's leading them that way? Absolutely. There's um, on our our webpage. There are a number of there, there's a whole partner section and a giving page where you know everybody can can go to and there's there's multiple ways they can either I'll say hey purchase items through the store through the A Day of Prayer store. There are uh, there's Venmo. There's Cash App. There's um, and what all of you cannot see since we're listening is John has actually pulled up the website <laughs> and he's reviewing all the stuff and looking because I it am, is yes. such a rich website. It's just, um, you know, being self-employed and having a website and having to pay people to do it. I know what it takes to put together a pretty good website and I'm just amazed at how awesome this website is and what a great job you've done with it. So really I'd encourage everybody to visit a day of and look at it. But there is a giving page here. There I'm kind of setting you all up pretty bad today, aren't <laughs> John? Yeah. It's all right there, Thank brother. You, Dean. We appreciate no, it. I, absolutely. Uh, 
you do whatever the Lord has led you to do, brother. And, you know, that's all that the Lord asked for. And, you know, for any of us, we're okay with just obedience. You know, that's that's it. Well, that's, and, um, that's what I said. But sometimes we need to let people know. I mean, the reality amen. is, is it does take ministry, money to run a ministry. And, um, yep. and that's a reality. It doesn't mean that you're compelled by anyone who's associated with this that we we're demanding of you to give or that you know if you if you provide giving that you know you'll reap an abundant fold and you know your house is going to be paid for next week or money will come into your hand or any that just means you know please pray and consider whether the lord's leading you to provide financial support and um you and kamisha have done everything you can to make it easy for you to do that and they do that yeah. by going to adareprayer.org and just have fun. Look at the website anyway. It'd be a great place for you to go. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of resources there, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and both also just within the site there is a resource page that has additional outside resources, and that's something that we're continuing to to build upon. And um, you know, but just throughout the site as a whole, there's a blog. There's you know all these other platforms where you can find messages from a day of prayer and and all the other podcasts that we have. Um, uh, we have yours, honey, uh, Live in the Messiah's Love, and we have a new podcast that will be coming up here uh, on the 25th called Matters of Life. And, you know, so each each podcast in the podcast network has its own flavor, but there's just a ton of things and ways that people can listen, they can support, and they can be blessed and grow in relationship with the Lord. And, uh, you know, yes, there's preaching and there's teaching, but it's so that we can actually live out what the Lord requires of us. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you, brother. And, um, and thank you for everyone that, that supports this ministry and especially those that partner with us. Mm-hmm. We are blessed immensely and, and we trust the Lord that you are blessed as well and that you will be continually blessed by this ministry. But, um, that being said, we ready to get into the word? Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Yes. All right. Can I get a volunteer to read Acts 7, verses 51 through 53, please? I will. Go ahead, Layla. Okay. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one, of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers who have received the law by the direction of angels and have not kept it. Hmm. All right. Well, this this changes the whole game of this history lesson here, right? He is now, Stephen, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, has now made it personal to them. All right? Yes. So, as is our custom, we're going to open up the floor to each of you to have the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and, of course, to ask any questions that you have. So, who'd like to begin? I will. All right, LaCharles. I'll I'll start this off with the, as you can see, um, Stefan's also pointing out the double standard that the pharisees and sadducees were employing because they didn't listen to the prophets yet that's what they want to try to get jesus on well the prophet said this and mm-hmm. stephan's calling them out you didn't listen to this so how can you be doing this it's kind of like uh you dad you said if you're not following the rules how can you expect others to follow it it's like expecting saint-like behavior from people who aren't saints it's not mm-hmm. gonna happen 
and that's what uh stefan is pointing out it's both that they were doing wickedness and it was also because and he's pointing out the reasons why they're doing it yes the word is good and you also need to have the holy spirit talking to you which is what he stefan he stefan is talking about here it was saying that your interpretation of the law is tainted because you don't want to deal with what it's actually talking about, nor do you have the understanding of what the greater thing is getting at. And which brings me back to a couple verses in the previous section we were just reading. It's also this relates to their mindset. If we look back at um, verse 40, it says, saying to Aaron, make us gods to go before us. As for this Moses who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what became of him. And the Lord was showing me was that it's also, it was a matter of their perception. They saw the fire on Mount Sinai and their perception of the Lord was a cruel God who destroys you under the um, smallest circumstances if you don't do everything correctly. And the Lord showed me was that because they didn't know what happened to Moses, they thought he was destroyed. And it just added to their fear of the Lord, not a righteous fear, but, oh, Lord, we can't do this. And Mr. Dean, a couple, uh, was it a couple? I'm not quite sure. But she had said in a previous devotional, you're talking about the people with the, all the symbols around their Catholic church. And the Lord showed me even that it was something to fall back on because they didn't want to have to uh, deal with everything at that one time. They thought it was going to be too painful or it would. the Lord's going to snatch everything away from them, which is what Stefan is also getting at here throughout this lesson was that they actually gave up everything that was meant for them by trying not to give it up. Mm. Okay. All right. Amen. Lord makes it always makes the difference distinguishable. Yes. Yes. So, Jesus, during his earthly <laughs> ministry, told the people what concerning what the Pharisees were teaching and preaching. Follow what they teach because they teach you correctly. Do not do as they act. Mm -hmm. They sit in Moses' seat. So, do and observe all that they tell you. Right? Yes. But do not do according to their deeds because... They do not do what they're teaching and preaching. So, yes. it was phrased a different way in the New Testament, or later in the New Testament. And he says, you say you have faith, great. And some say they have works. But I'll show you my faith by my works. So it is both the faith and the works working together, right? Yes. Okay. There shouldn't, so I say that to say that there should not be a, difference in what we're saying and how we're living and carrying and conducting our lives. Now, Jesus said that, and here again, the same message, although albeit in a slightly different manner, is being communicated, right? Yes. And he's letting them know their role in the history, as I brought up yesterday, right? Yes. But he's saying this is happening now. You're actively participating in the history, and it's not good. It yes. is not the, the kind that people will remember for good. So, without begging them, if you will, but he is saying change, right? Yes. And, yep, sometimes it, well, there's the saying that it 
It's painful. All right, change is painful. No. Yes. Only no. if you make it painful. Right. Exactly. Only if you make it painful. Yep. The flesh may sting a little bit. All right. But it's about getting our flesh under control. So it's only really painful to our flesh, our our mind, our will, our emotions. Getting that submitted to the Lord. And once we have done that, it's it's easy. It's simple. So you understand that, in in yes. relation and context to what you were saying. Yes. Good. Anyone else? The Charles. Or do you have finished? more, sir? Uh, I still have. Oh well, keep going. And then also, <laughs> what the Lord will show me. Go ahead, Hetty. With it, he Stefan was pointing out was that. In their assumption of understanding the law and what it was talking about, he's pointing out that they were doing the exact same things that drove their fathers to do what they did. Because if you look back at all the times where the, um, the example that comes to mind is Jeremiah and how they always accused him of blasphemy, saying, you're saying this against what Moses is saying. And how they use that perspective and use it to do wrong and Stephen was pointing out was as this history lesson is showing that you're the children of Israel are doing so are you doing a bait it might be a slightly different form but at the root it's still the same thing and also Lord should show me was that yes Moses was a righteous man and was significant but he the Lord showed me that the overplacement of honor on Moses led to them doing this as well they refused to hear the Holy Spirit or what the Lord was actually saying because they had the image of Moses being on par with God. Saying, oh, Moses, that's who we have to listen to. And if you look back and it says, um, through Acts it said, the law which um, God gave to Moses, they said, we are disciples of Moses. Mm -hmm. Moses was always first, if you look at how they phrased it. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord showed me was that we also have to be careful of that and that's what, uh, who was it? I think it was Paul when you saying, you say you're apostles of Apollos, uh, I think was his name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some say you're apostles of Paul, but you should be apostles of Jesus, not after myself. And that's what Stephen is also getting at here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're so busy doing God a favor that you cut him right out of the picture. Yes. Right. Um, I, I agree that they there was a, a forgetting of God in even in their pursuit of what Moses said because as you said they attributed it to coming from Moses. Moses didn't have anything of himself. Any good that came from him, just like us, comes from the Lord. It has, we don't have yes. the ability to produce it on our own. Um well, then let's also look at that or discuss that in greater detail, right? Moses, after he uh, I'll say acted out of the flesh, rose up and was mm -hmm. attempting by natural means to deliver the people of Israel, mm -hmm. had to run away. So then there's this other aspect that we need to consider. Who taught Moses the word? The Lord. Okay. So the Lord did. He didn't even learn it from his own people who were because they were still slaves in Egypt. And then clearly there was a lack of understanding, right? Yes. Because Moses was then teaching them. So, and, and you'll see this pattern throughout, right? Through the prophets, through 
Not that the word wasn't read, but there were many that were not following the Lord. But the Lord taught them. They were... Yes. The prophets are the mouthpieces of the Lord. They speak what the Lord says to say. True prophets are. True. True prophets. Yes. Thank you. Right? Mm-hmm. And then... Yes. Same thing with Christ. They understood it a certain way, even the Ten Commandments, right? But he says, there's more. There's deeper knowledge and understanding that you need. It's not just doing the act. It's what you think in your heart, right? Yes. Is whether you're guilty of the law or not. So, it's just something for us to, to consider. And, and you see that throughout. And, and I bring it up also because we're, we're about to get into Paul here coming up soon. And you'll find that wait, Paul, even though he studied the law, right, in the whole Old Testament for his whole life, that he says the Lord taught him. Yes. He had to actually count as rubbish the things he had learned before. Exactly. So you see this consistent pattern with the Lord Mm -hmm. where he's the one that teaches. mm -hmm. And Paul's initial interpretation led him to murder, which is a common thread because as Jesus said, you're not of my father because if you were, you would love me. You would hear the Holy Spirit concerning him and you would have love for Jesus Christ as Messiah and you would accept him as, as your Messiah. But because you're not of my father, even though you hold these statutes up before you and kind of use it to clobber everybody else or to um, exclude them, you yourself are of your father, the devil, who was a murderer from the beginning. So you see this common thread when you when you pull the end of the yarn and you follow it out to where it, it, it begins, it begins with the adversary and murders come out of the adversary and murders were coming out of these people and murders come out of all flesh. Right. If we're not submitted to God, any person is capable of those things. But it's in Christ that we are new creations. Um, I was looking at Matthew 9, 13 and Matthew 12, where the Lord was speaking to the people who were looking for an opportunity to find fault with the Lord himself and um, and to kill other people. And it says, but go and learn what this means. This is Matthew 9, 13. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And this is Matthew 12, 7. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. So when we don't have Christ, we are not able to judge rightly. We're not able to judge correctly. We're not able to dispense um, wisdom or justice because it comes from nowhere else but Christ. And as he was talking to them, and he says, you always resist the Holy Spirit. So like they took the letter of the law, right? So they, cause they could use it as a reason and escape to satisfy their flesh. They could use it in that way. But Holy Spirit, when he comes, he dis- he displays to us and reveals to us the light of God, the love of God and the mercy of God of how to skillfully and accurately apply his word. But that does not, what Holy Spirit says and does, does not suit human flesh. The flesh cannot comprehend it because it's not of the flesh. It's of God. It's of the Spirit. And when he told them that they had uncircumcised hearts, meaning they had been sitting under the word, right? They're reciting it, reading from it, 
weekly or daily in some regards, but they weren't letting it change them. They weren't letting it make them new. They weren't letting the word of God take root on the inside of them. So it took away the extra flesh that caused them to be hindered and them being changed to be like God, but also being able to reproduce after God's kind. They weren't able to do that. When you think back about Abraham and God gave him the covenant of circumcision, Abraham was before God to receive an answer on how to physically reproduce. He was looking for, Lord, you promised me children. How am I going to have children? And what God said to him was cut away the extra skin that was on your man parts, right? The, the natural yes. circumcision. Cut that away so you don't have any hindrances or encumbrances to you being able to physically reproduce. Now, that seems contrary. Like, ah, oh, don't wait, don't touch that. You know, like, you're you're hurting me, Lord, in what you're saying, but that was actually the thing that was hindering him from physically moving forward. And likewise, in our hearts, the things that hinder us from perceiving God, from receiving from God, from seeing him and acknowledging him, he wants to take those out of the way, but we have to be the one to do it. Abraham had to physically have someone do that for him, right? He had to allow that. He had to permit it um, or do it himself. He had to do that action of going, yes, Lord, I'll submit to you in this way. And in that process also caused his heart to trust God more. I'm, I'm, here's everything, Lord, you must know what you're doing. And then we saw him carry that out again when it came to Isaac here, you gave me this promise, Lord. So you're going to take care of it regardless. And that again, let his heart be soft towards God, let it be renewed towards God. So he could actually receive the fullness of what God had. But these people, though, we read about First uh, John in the previous episode, um, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, says, I don't need God. And it resists the Holy Spirit coming to bring life because it wants to be God himself. Your flesh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life wants to be God itself in your life, not letting the true and living God direct as he's supposed to. What else do you have? The Le- 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 Charles. <laughs> uh, that was it. Okay. Anyone else? I do. All right, promise. Okay, inside of verse fifty-one, where Stephen said, "You stiff neck, you stiff, you stiff necked and uncircumcised in the heart and ears." Okay. So, Lord, remind me of Proverbs twenty-nine, the first verse. Where it says, he who is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. Mm. And so the Lord showed me that. He reminded me that everybody in the world gets a chance to come to Christ. And that there's always an event that happens where that chance is given. And they know that what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord showed me that. With the Pharisees they had would when Jesus had come and when the apostles themselves had come that they had a chance to turn turn to the Lord so they had multiple mm-hmm. and how each time they some of them hardened their necks and so the Lord showed me that with the people of Ammon and how yes the people of Ammon how they got destroyed and how 
no matter what happens inside of someone's life, they're all, all presented with the same opportunity, and it's up to that person to take it or not. Mm-hmm. And how it is important for that person to continue to take that choice. Amen. We, every day we have, every moment, we have an opportunity to choose Christ or not. And God is the one who determines what the boundaries of that opportunity looks like. So it may not seem like it, you made it, it's not to us to judge. Well, I didn't think that was my chance. I didn't think that was the opportunity. It comes by what God, uh, what God says, because he judges the heart. He judges the heart, the inward man. So every chance that you, every time you hear God knocking, every time that you feel a prompting from the Holy Spirit, tell him yes. Your mm-hmm. mind may not understand all of it yet. You're, you may not be able to fully envision everything that God is saying, but tell him yes. And then you can progress to the other parts. And, you know, this and this part I'm talking about hearing from God and being able to walk with him and not be in opposition. Every time he comes, just tell him yes. You don't have to understand it all because we're not living based on your understanding. You cannot live based on your understanding. <laughs> you, you live by the word of God. So tell him yes and keep walking with him and keep saying yes. Every time God gives you a chance. Yes, God, my choice is you. And I'll let you work out the details in me. And I trust you to do so, which is akin to what I was referencing with Abraham. Yes, and I trust you to work out the details. Because he sees everything. He knows everything. He's everywhere all at one time. He's been in the past, present, and future, and it's all the same to him. He's a good God, and he loves us. Amen. Let's pause there for today. Uh, I know there's a lot. And, um, yeah, just, just take the, let's take the time and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to each of us. Right. And for those that that don't yet have a relationship with the Lord, I would encourage you to choose him. Mm -hmm. It's not difficult. Mm -hmm. He asks that you humble yourself and repent. Mm Mm-hmm. And Call it's a, on the name of the Lord, and you will be saved. Amen. And, you know, yeah, we could, I'll say, potentially walk you through a prayer, but you can pray on your own. He hears you just as he hears me. Mm-hmm. He hears all who are willing to put him in his rightful place mm-hmm. as God and as Lord and Savior of your life. Amen. Because that's who he is. Paul's conversion was as simple as saying, who are you, Lord? That was it. So Jesus, Amen. be my Lord, is sufficient. And then come back here and fellowship with us. Log in, email us so we can help you walk this walk with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And, and you can reach us either through our website, adayofprayer.org, or directly through email at ministry at adayofprayer.org. We'd love to hear from you. love to connect with you love to hear what the Lord's doing in your life. And if you have prayer requests, or please reach out. Let us know. We'd love to pray about those things and stand in faith and in the gap with and for you. But make no mistake, the Lord hears you just as much and as well as he hears us or anyone else. He's God and Lord over all and desires to have a personal, deep, and intimate relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Not through us, through me, or anyone else. You and him. Amen?
You All right. Well, let's pause there. And can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for who you are, Lord. And Lord, that we just thank you that you are God, Lord, and not us, Lord. And that you have all wisdom and understanding, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you have the good of us at mind, Lord, and that you will never lead us to our own detriment, Lord, but that you only seek our good. And Lord, we also just thank you for giving us a way to fellowship with you, Lord, through your Holy Spirit in Jesus, Lord, to come to you and talk to you directly, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.